You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What it is, welcome to the last episode of Akata's Shorts, I guess. The second last time you're going to hear that fucking shit, because I guess uh, it's all falling down around us, I guess. Jam to that shit one more time while you fucking can. Yeah, absolutely. We're definitely going to play it on the outro, but fucking Owen's going to be less than impressed with me when I'm like, hey, homie, you got to write me a new song. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Owen Riff My Potter. He's like, fucking how many songs can I write? Um... So yeah, let's address the elephant in the room real quick, and then uh, and then we'll we'll talk some fucking Wrestle Kingdom and stuff. We're, we're going to catch up on everything we've been wanting to talk to in, uh, in our downtime, and we're just going to enjoy New Japan. But yeah, uh, fucking elephant in the room. Okada's leaving New Japan. We named our podcast after Okada, um, or at least a moment that he was a very big part of. So there you go. Um, we I feel like I feel like the dude that's sitting like in the in the city center with like the sandwich board that says the end is nigh and like the mm. bell he's ringing mm. the bell he's like he is you know he is oh do you conveniently have a bell right there the end is nigh <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was actually holding a bell when it was his phone he had some kind of thing so yeah anyway we're not going to be super dramatic we're not ending the show we did talk about it mainly because we're tired old men and we're like, mate, we just fucking don't do this shit anymore. But we're, we, we're still going to do the show. Curtis and I love talking wrestling way too much, but we have been banning about like format changes and stuff for a while and we're like, well, maybe this all kind of coincides and maybe we just take a beat. Let's record. Let's talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Let's talk about the events and the recent things. Let's talk about what we're looking forward to in 2024 and then him and I will take a beat and we'll sort of reboot and decide what we want to be uh, after that. Maybe it is well, still a cut of shorts. We don't fucking know. But, yeah, we're – Maybe we'll it is still a cut of shorts, but I doubt it. I don't – I doubt I think- it. I doubt it. I think we're, we're both in agreement that, like, especially – like, if Okada retired, I think we would still be Okada shorts. If Okada's active in WWE or AW or whatever – it kind of doesn't really make sense to be Okada Shorts for a couple of reasons. A, anybody that wants to hear coverage of Okada is not going to get that when they listen to our show. Uh, And B, New Japan and New Japan affiliated people aren't going to want to fucking talk about our podcast because it's named after a wrestler that doesn't even work for them anymore. So that doesn't make sense either. (laughs) So it it just doesn't work. So I I think it's pretty safe to say we will rename and rebrand. And we're banding around a few ideas. You could tune in to drop your shorts over on Patreon, on the Count Out Patreon, and hear us banding about what is currently our sort of top suggestion. 
Um, but yeah, we are open to ideas. So if you have any, DM us. Yeah. Give us your yeah, idea. If you've got, if you've got an idea for a podcast name you think would be cool as shit, let's fucking go. Yeah. It, it's Tell us. the idea of- Provided you don't want money for it. We're not paying anybody for anything. We're not paying anybody for it. Don't even worry We don't it. earn money from it. We're uh, not paying for it. <laughs> you, you said it the best. The, the idea was that we named our podcast after a special place and time. Yeah. But we've tied our identity- uh, whether we meant to or not, we've tied our identity to one wrestler in one company. It's one wrestler we thought would never leave that I one thought it company. was the safest one. The only other safe thing would be to name our fucking podcast after Tanahashi, which I don't think is leaving. And to be honest, I briefly thought about doing. But I, I think it's safe. And we, we had some fun other ideas of names of like, you know, naming it after wrestlers. But really it comes down to, right, you said it best. It's like it's one thing if the dude leaves – but at the end of the day, it's wrestling. What if one of these dudes becomes a fucking sex pest like so many wrestlers do? What if somebody kills somebody? Yep. You know what I mean? Like your name is always tied into the the actions of somebody else that you have no control over or anything like that. And we're like, yep. maybe we just need to be a little bit broader than that. And also you and I enjoy talking about other wrestling, things like Rev Pro, things like PWA you know, New Japan adjacent stuff, but maybe if we have a little bit broader title, that sort of works a little bit better as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, having something that we can hear people mention uh, when they're speaking to, uh, when they're speaking to their, their Japanese speaking counterparts and stuff like that. Like I'm thinking back to the time that uh, Robbie specifically mentioned super j cast and we work stiff and said and other podcasts because he didn't want to mention okada's shorts specifically mm -hmm. and have all the the nihongo speakers going like what the fuck what the fuck's this guy about, talk about bro? that makes no sense and like he told me this and i'm like that 100 makes sense you know and yep. and that's the thing right it's like it's confusing and even for other wrestlers i think like new japan wrestlers like say we we're going to interview somebody like some of them be down with it and down with the joke, but it's like, why do I want to be interviewed on the podcast named after a dude that I'm potentially feuding with or has the belt or, or yeah. anything like that, you know? And that isn't stuff that we thought about when we started because we were like, we just want to have a funny name and have fun and, you know, and as we've said a hundred times, name it after the coolest moment in New Japan history that we were ever a part of, which was the return of Okada shorts from the fucking, you know, the return of the Rainmaker. Um, but it's not that anymore. And now the Rainmaker is returning to elsewhere. So it's fucking, it's time to have a bit back to the drawing board, I think. So we've got some fun ideas. So we will look that over and and work it all out. But I can say if, if you've been listening to us, thanks heaps. We're not going anywhere. We appreciate all the listeners. We'll figure out how to make it in the same feed. We'll make things sort of seamless over on the social media. We'll figure it all out. You know what I mean? Like Okada at Okada Shorts will still be like formally known as and it'll link to it. You know, we'll just do all that stuff. We'll figure it out. But uh, I think it'll be no, no, no. all we'll make We'll make Ryan figure it out. Oh, that's what I mean. I'm absolutely not doing it. <laughs> Ryan's going to do everything. He doesn't know that I'm yet. But I, I imagine he assumes he's going to do anything. Shout out Ryan from Canada Network. Um, but we're lucky as well in that we have the support of Can Out and they're very – do whatever you want, you know. He's like, yeah. I think you guys have got plenty of legs and it's not all just based around the name. So he he, he was like, do whatever you want. So 
which we will. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling what good we've about always it. Always done and what we always will do. And what we always will do. <laughs> and if we don't feel like doing this anymore, we'll just stop. So it doesn't really fucking matter. So what we, we can just name the title fucking Rafe and Curtis talk wrestling. To, and, uh, to be honest, I I had, I had some names as well that were sort of like negative esque. Like, can't we just all enjoy wrestling? Was the name of the show. Like, <laughs> just let me enjoy wrestling. Was the name of it. Why do I watch wrestling? Was like these were these were literal names I was writing down. I'm like, they're all very negative. Like, they're all very fucking attacky. Like, speaking so so. Like speaking of negative, I, I've been feeling negative for the yeah. last few days. Sure, I have. You, you I were emotionally affected. We all were. Uh, and I was before you tell your story. I just want to point out, and because this will make you laugh. And I, I was talking to Amy about it on the phone, and she was like, "I didn't want to bring it up because I'm so sad about it." Akata's her favorite dude. It has been for a while. And I go, "Look, I know it sucks, but it's wrestling. Everybody moves on." I said, "One good thing about New Japan." is they always, you know, have somebody else up. You know, and you enjoyed when you watch Wrestle Kingdom, there's a lot of young guys coming up. There's a lot of, you know, cool spots. I'm sure they'll do something really great with all this young talent. And she goes, yeah, Rafe, I know, but they're boys and I need a man. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm feeling targeted, but also she has a point. Oh no. Yeah. yeah, no. I my so so my wife like she knows Okada. She knows that like I love Okada. She yeah. she's I, I I told her like um oh is Okada's leaving blah blah blah. This is this is huge. Me and Rafe are going to have to change the name of the podcast. She's like yeah. is Okan going anywhere? I'm like, <laughs> no, you're right. It just completely right. bypasses your fucking concerns and just checks in on her favorite dude. I love that. Yeah, no, it's uh, like she knows she knows that contract season is always kind of tough for me because we always kind of got to watch our heels every like after after Wrestle Kingdom every January. Absolutely. She knows that we're always like. And you know what? Everybody thought that New Japan was absolutely fucked when Nakamura, AJ Styles and the Good Brothers all left on the same fucking day. You know what I mean? And what happened? Even better wrestling. And so now. Well, that's what I've always said it's always next man up. Like, yeah. When when Nakamura and AJ Styles left, it was time for Naito and Kenny Omega to step up. Yeah. Kenny Omega left, it was time for Jay White to step up. It was time for Will Ospreay to step up. You know, like that's the thing. It's just going to be so yeah. fucking hard to next man up when fucking Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada are leaving together. Because cause like if Okada just goes, <sighs> then next man up, you just fucking put Osprey straight in, right? Like it's almost like the the guys that the were at the top and next manning each other have both gone at the same time. Um, yep. And obviously Jay as well is another one. If Jay was still around and Okada goes, you're like fucking Jay's the champ or whatever. Like, but it really does feel like there is a tier of New Japan that has been filleted straight off the top. And I'm talking like the guys on the fucking poster. You're talking Okada, you're talking Will, you're talking Jay White, you're talking Tanahashi's downcycling. You know, Naito, he's the champion, yes, but we all know about his medical issues and things like that. He doesn't feel like he's Naito of a few years ago. Sonata's right there, but like he's not hitting for me kind of thing. And so it kind of feels like the top tier of New Japan right now, it always felt like, well, it's fine because Okada can carry it. And then he's gone and you're like, okay, now we're actually jumping an entire step under, an entire rung under. 
and I enjoy them, but I don't feel like Tai Chi, Okan, David Finlay, I don't feel like those guys carry the same amount of star power as the guys we've mentioned. And I don't think like they all necessarily have maybe even the match sort of quality or resume, not to say they can't do it, but as those guys that we mentioned. But then so we're almost all looking at the rung under them, which is crazy because all the everybody's like, oh, it's cool. You know, the shooter, there's Ren, there's fucking Suji. Those guys have been back in the company for two minutes. They were young lions five seconds ago, but everyone's like straight to the top with them. And it's like going to be so interesting to see if that's what New Japan do. And then how exciting is that if they've just got these young, super young, brand new, unknown people in all their main spots is crazy because it's a complete company reboot. It, it really is. And I think, you know, uh, contract season's not over yet. It's the 21st. Contracts run out on the 31st. Mm-hmm. So we've still got teases. And, and you and I, okay, we aren't a news podcast. Yeah. We don't break stories here. Yeah, I don't care. That's they get they get broken part. on us and they get broken hard. <laughs> yeah, they get broken on us and like we. But we know people who do news yeah. podcasts and we've got connections inside the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, there there have been rumors for months that this was happening. We've heard you know we've heard rumors of a talent exodus, mm-hmm. and we've seen that beginning. Yeah, and there's still other talents that are supposedly on you know on the chopping block or on their way out and things yeah. like that mm-hmm. i mean even today uh fucking jeff cobb was teasing leaving so mm-hmm. this is this is tough this is real tough yeah. but we have we can take a moment and i said this i said this on uh to you i said this on twitter i said you know this i'm gonna take a day mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be real fucking pissed mm-hmm. and then after that I'm going to look towards the future. I'm going to, I love the company. I love Okada. Mm-hmm. Okada like carried the company for me for years. Mm-hmm. I'm an Okada fan. Mm-hmm. Like when, when we were talking about Will Ospreay isn't going to get me to watch AEW, like Okada might get me to watch AEW. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least matches for you. At least like matches. if they turn around and they run, you know, Okada and Kenny five or six or whatever it is in, you know, end of the year. I know Kenny's out, but you know what I mean? Down the future. Or you start to go, oh, fuck, what does what does Okada versus Swerve look like? You know what Ooh. I mean? You, you start thinking about combinations like that and you're like, oh, actually there could be some really cool – Okada versus MJF, like what the fuck? Like these are inter- interesting combinations that really work. The problem I have with yeah. – all the talent getting signed up is that all the the American companies that sign all these fucking dudes have people in fucking catering that can headline shows that they just do nothing with. So I'm like, cool, they get him now while he's the shiny toy and then they run him for a while and then he's in catering for a year. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Or, yep. or do they know how big a franchise player he is and then build the entire company around him? You know, if he signs with WWE, does he debut at WrestleMania as the fucking rainmaker and just fucking walk into the title picture? Or do they have him in an all-Japanese stable with fucking Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka as, like, here's the comedy Japanese faction? You know what I mean? Like, like his treatment could be... Anywhere. Headlining NXT anywhere. for a... You know, you know what I mean? So you just don't know 
what is going to happen. But I do know that he is really the best in one of the worlds, uh, like in the world. So if he's given the opportunity, he'll kill it. But for us, it's going to be a real fucking, it's going to be a real rebuild situation. And I, I hope they spice it up a bit. I think Okada was launched into popularity because of that Rainmaker shock and it's not the kind of thing that they do super often in New Japan, but they might just need to fucking wild out for a bit. I know they're like slow and steady building, but when you like lose so many guys and so so much kind of shocking shit happens, you need to sort of respond and do exciting, unexpected stuff. Here's the thing. Did you know that Okada's final match in New Japan is the the day before the anniversary of the Rainmaker Shock. Is it? Yeah. His final match is at New Beginning with Tanahashi. And that's that's he's going to be on his way out there and it's it's February 11th. February 12th was the uh anniversary of the Rainmaker Shock. Yeah, so they're literally going to like bookend his career with Tanahashi fucking putting him out. He walked into the company over Tanahashi and then Tanahashi sent him out. And he's like, "You know what? The entire time you were here, I was still fucking here and I was here to send you out the fucking door as the president of the company. (laughs) Fucking lay down, brother. One, two, three. This is how we do it. Fucking let's go. Also, that's sick at TMDK. pinning him to take the fucking six-man title. Exactly. Like, I'm sure that match was coming around and it was probably going to go the six-mans, but instead of like a Shane Hayes pinning an Ishii, it's a Fuge pin and fucking Okada Fucking Let's straight go. out rainmakers his own finisher, like just bury the motherfucker. <laughs> no, he's gonna fucking he's gonna use that exact same fucking Yave move that uh, that Okada used on him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> Yave. <laughs> Who's the young boy now, bitch? Yeah, exactly. That would be sick. So I'm hoping. I think he'd do the right thing. I think uh, Okada needs to lay out his back for the last couple of batches there and fucking. Put him over because yeah, they, they don't have the time to fucking put him in a program real quick or like have him, you know, going out with a fucking program against shooter or anything like that. Like he's just doing this last tour and he's out. So they don't really it's, have the it's time. It's so funny because if he had the time, if they had put him out, uh, if he had let them know four, five, six months ago, like I'm leaving at the end of February, like they could have built towards Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, and they could have had him in a uh, you know a match with. You'd have to I absolutely mean, think that he knew he was going to leave, and he purposely didn't give them that much notice because he wanted to keep his stocks as high as possible. He's not a fucking idiot. God, I really don't. I really don't want him to. To I don't want to think that he's that business minded. Although he probably is, but um, I don't know if he is. I, but I, when you start getting agents like fucking Bloom, Bloom, Bloom. and stuff like that, these are the things they're telling you to do. You know what I mean? They're like, really? And and that's why you pay them. You know what I mean? Like, he would have had dudes go, look, this is the guy you need to talk to, do all the things he said, and get the max amount of money, you know. That said, Will Ospreay went out on his fucking back, you know, like as often as he could almost, or at least putting people over as best as he could before he went. Yeah, and I I don't know if they would have done anything different. Because they still they wanted to have the dragon versus rainmaker, yeah, Wrestle and you're not going to put they, Danielson over. So, you know. would they have sacrificed that to put Shooter there? Would they have sacrificed that to put UUM or there? Nah, because they want to sell not. the tickets. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, would they have had would they have had uh, Rainmaker versus Yuya on 
new beginning? Yeah, probably. Mm. But like, is is that going to be a big enough stage for like uh, people are always going to be like, oh, this isn't, you know, right now they're saying Okada didn't put anybody over on their way out. None of the kids are going to get their win back. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, Kaito's not getting his win back. No, fucking Yuya's not getting a win. You know, nobody's nobody's given anybody an inch here. If you had had Kaito versus Okada on New Beginning and Kaito got his win back, first off, that's not as big a stage as Wrestle Kingdom. Nah. And Kaito is not a New Japan fucking pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kaito is, an, is a fucking Noah-contracted wrestler, although the, the chances of fucking Kaito getting, you know, uh, scalped away from in a, uh, Noah is, is gone through the fucking roof, really. Yeah, yeah, especially but, um, now. Especially now they're like, you know. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. It's interesting. And I think as well, like, you'd have to say what you want, though. Like, Okada's worked very hard for them for a long time. And there'd be a part of them that'd be like, we don't want to lose him. But at the end of the day, if he's got this opportunity, we've got to, like, back him in. You know what I mean? We've got to see him go forward, especially if he ends up with, like, an AEW. You know, we've got an ongoing working relationship. We can still do stuff with him. We could still have him have that match and maybe take a loss down the road or whatever. You know, you don't want to burn people, and they need to be more professional than that. You can't just, like, lock everybody down forever, and especially when you're in New Japan that doesn't really do long-term contracts anyway. You've got to expect that this stuff happens sometimes, you know? Like, yeah. fucking lock him in that Kota Ibushi forever contract, fucking if you you were going to, you know, but they didn't. And so then this is what happens. Like, Yeah, the Kota Ibushi contract worked out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I guess don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking talk shit and make a dude's mum almost kill himself and then fucking have him blow up all your shit online and, yeah, I don't know. Fuck man, what yeah. a shit show! Yeah, that was an what a fucking show. shit show. Everything was. Yeah, uh, I mean, his is life currently. is still a shit show. Fucking hell. Anyway, let's let's move on from it for now. I'm sure we'll talk. We'll have more talking points to go forward, especially as we change and rebrand and do things. Let's just vibe for a bit. Let's not not take forever, but let's rewind. Right, let's rewind to greater days. Um, we didn't get a chance to touch base after Wrestle Kingdom, which we both really enjoyed. Um, a lot of personal stuff going on. We're through that now. So let's just vibe on Wrestle Kingdom a little bit because it was one that we felt had a bit of a colder build. But I think it's probably pretty safe to say that we both had a pretty great time watching it, right? And it's funny that this this has happened a couple of years in a row now because like we've gone into we've both gone into Wrestle Kingdom cold mm-hmm. and been really happy with what we got when it came out. Like you were so cold on Wrestle Kingdom last year that you were like, I'm gonna build a Wrestle Kingdom card with people who aren't on Wrestle Kingdom. And yeah. I think it's going to be better. And it was it was a great card, I will say. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it. it was but, a pretty good card. If you haven't, like, listened to that show, go back and check it out where I, where Curtis and I essentially do the Thanos scenario where we're like, imagine that Wrestle Kingdom is about to happen and fucking Thanos snaps his fingers and everybody that's on the Wrestle Kingdom card disappears and then you have to rebook Wrestle Kingdom with all the talent that aren't on the show. And so that led to some really fun scenarios and we'll talk at like fantasy booking cards and stuff like that. We had heaps of fun. We we're going to do it again this year, but this year just it didn't really work out for us like with our own, own lives. You know, there was a lot of personal stuff going on and it just wasn't really feasible. We might do something like that on another show later this year. Um, but I think uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that we we had a real good time and we ended up sort of like live tweeting each other while it was happening and – and with the the stiff boys as well, and we were having a great time. 
Well, until yeah, this, this year asleep. was tons of fun. We weren't live tweeting with Josh. Josh was in the building, but yeah, yeah. yeah us and us and Dave and our little group chat there. Yeah, uh, that was a good time. Uh, I love those guys. Yeah, yeah. Now, Wrestle Kingdom, you know, but there were so many people that were like, "Oh, the first first like four or five matches weren't that good," and it's like, dude, that is the undercard. The undercard. Take the top four matches. What do you have? You had the three-way with uh, Osprey, Mox, and Finley. Mm-hmm. You had Okada versus Danielson. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the the world title match and the junior title match. Mm-hmm. Those four matches, put those against any other show's main events mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. Put it up against Double or Nothing. Put it up against fucking WrestleMania night one, night two, night three from the fucking, you know, whatever. Those four matches on a New Japan Pro Wrestling card will either go toe-to-toe or fucking clear every one of them, 100%. Yeah. So when you look at when you look at the undercard and you go, oh, I don't know, I, I didn't like the junior tag team match that much. Fuck you. The junior <laughs> tag team match was fun. It was fine. It was a good match. Yeah, it they, was a little weird were, with the whole like yeah. zombie thing. But they like, you but know, like, they, they fucking throw shit at the wall and they introduce like a new character or a new persona. Uh, it's obviously he's not doing it all the time now, but it was just like a fun, different thing and it had people talking. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. TJP's got his own great Muda. It's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um when you when you when you say, Oh, I didn't I didn't care for the for the undercard. Okay. Did you like those last four matches? That was banger, 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 banger. Yeah, you fucking did. That last match was so good. And the storyline that came out of it was so good. People were apologizing to Sonata. I'm not People one were of like, them, but... we're sorry, Sonata. You, you, <laughs> your run wasn't that bad. Yeah, you came out. He came out of losing the title and came out with more fans than he went in with. I, I think that's a very fair thing to say. Let's, let's run him back in order. But I think his last moments in after that match did more for him character-wise than his whole run. You know what I mean? Like it all led up to that moment where he was able to essentially stand by his friend and that was that was pretty awesome. Um, but, yeah, let, let's run them through. I thought the Rambo was super fun. I mean, that's a, a pre-show. Everybody gets a look in. There's some great fun stuff. I didn't love the final four choice, but I think it was, I think it was really fun and it also led to – what we know now when we talk about New Year's Dash, an opportunity for a junior to stand outside the junior division and then lead to, you know, a match and a program and a story with Great Khan, which is really cool. Can we talk about Great Khan? What is going on with Great Khan? Have they just decided that he's not there? Have they just decided that he's... Nah, I think I think they know that everybody wants him to have it so bad, like they want it so bad that they're really making us wait for it. They're, they're doing... The new yeah, they're doing that undercard... Sorry, like once, you know, Ishimori managed to steal it. He didn't just like win it. You know what I mean? He he fucking got away with it, literally ran away with it. And so now he's going to have to fight Okan 101. And which he did last night. Oh, did he? I haven't uh-huh. seen it. What happened? He lost. Okan lost. Won. Okan is the king of pro wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. Did he just? I was about to say, and surely Okan just stomps him. Did Okan just murder him? Was it a squash? No. Okay. <laughs> so the the match the match itself was a Ishimori ring fit match. 
So what happened is they would wrestle. It's <laughs> like a British rounds match. Okay. They would wrestle. They'd wrestle for three minutes. Yeah. And then they had 30 seconds where they would have to do calisthenics. And of course, Ishimori, <laughs> Ishimori is fucking shredded. Yeah. And he's just the fastest, the fastest boy alive. Yeah. Fast as fuck boy. Yeah. And Fast as fuck so, boy. Like, so like they wrestle for three minutes. Okan's kind of like got him in a fucking hurt locker. Right. And yeah. then the, the bell rings and he's immediately has to, and he's got to, he's got to then do like jumping jacks and mountain climbers and shit like that. And then fuck after that, hell. Ishimori's still like running around him and he's just, the sweat was literally pouring off of him. Oh, pouring man. off of him. So they had three minutes, calisthenics, three minutes, calisthenics, three minutes, calisthenics, and then a final one minute. And fucking, it came down to it basically like, um, Ishimori like grabbed the title. He was going to run off again because Okan was failing at the calisthenics. So Ishimori was like scoring points or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. And, and, um, the, the very last thing is fucking he, Okan's trying to get him in the dominator. Yeah. He's trying to hit him with that fucking, uh, face palm choke yeah, slam. Yeah. That, that lion claw choke slam thing he does. Yep. I love that shit. Yeah, and, uh, so he's, he's, Try and try and try and Ishimori is just running around him because he's so tired. He's he's all spaghetti legged and shit like yeah. that. Finally, clobbers him with the fucking uh, dominator, and he's got his hands on the belt at the very end of the of the match. Yeah, and that's so they're like, okay, you're the king of pro wrestling now, I guess. So <laughs> there it is. There you go. So now, mm-hmm. now we have the Great Okan's singles title run. That guy's gonna do some weird fucking shit, man. Yeah, I'm so excited. We thought we thought <laughs> I'm that kind Taichi of worried. Be, <laughs> we thought that Taichi would be the 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 dude who brought back Ganryajima Island. Yeah. I think we might be seeing Ganryajima Island again with the Great Okan. Yeah, like the Great Okan, and he's got he's got a new theme. He's got oh, does like he? a, a kind of a he he's got yeah. It's like um, I fucking what even the, show was last night that I I mean I there's no way I could have watched it. Was, it but. New beginning in Nagoya. Oh, fuck. it was the first the first of their uh, big new new beginning shows. Yeah, see, we held um, off doing the Wrestle Kingdom review straight away because we were like, well, we wait, may as well wait for Battle in the Valley and get that through because that's all the big shows out of the way before they start the thing. I didn't realize New Beginning in Nagoya would pop off as well. Yeah, dude. Um, like, so we've got Tama. Tama got beat for the well. For well, the let's uh, title. Yeah. Okay. You know, so like, I do want to talk about this, but happen. maybe we should keep going through the card, and then any ramifications will bring it up as, as it goes. So anyway, all of that stuff with the Rambo led to the New Year's Dash thing, which then led to now and Okan getting his way. So they made people wait for it. Uh, then there was obviously the match that we spoke about, which was the junior heavyweight tag with the Arswang and all that kind of thing. Um, I was a bit disappointed that the fucking all-white, brand-new belted War Dogs did not win it, but I am hopeful that they will win that back soon. They didn't Why win. Did, did they, they have did they win that back? For like, <laughs> did they, they bring had that back? Brand-new white belts. Yeah. For twenty minutes. What did they like? They they yeah. brought out these brand and then lost them right away. Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? I guess it's a misdirect. Was the vibe? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Then, uh, then fifteen minute. Uh, NJPW World TV Championship match, Tanahashi defeating Zack Sabre Jr. Now, I was into this because, like, wasn't, you know, my favourite Tanahashi Wrestle Kingdom match or anything like that, but it's a good title for him to be on for two reasons. One, he's the new president. B, he's now a champion. 
It is the 15-minute matches. He'll be the one for free on New Japan World. You see in the present, you see him wrestling people. He's looking great. He's wearing the belt. He's got feathers on. Sick. Uh, and then also frees Zach up because I think we both really agree and a lot of people agree that it's probably time for Zach to become the foreign ace of New Japan. I think he, he's ready. Absolutely. He's, he's different to all the other fucking Western wrestlers. He lives in Japan. He's dedicated to it. They know that. He's one of the roster and he's really one of them. So I, I think absolutely he needs to be freed up and I'd love to see him in the world title picture. How are you feeling about that? Tanahashi having that belt. Zach, moving on. Um, I think that's probably the best thing they can do right now. Tanahashi uh, in matches where he doesn't have to go 30 minutes is probably the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought maybe they could downcycle and put him in a tag team match. That's fine. Uh, you know, 15 minute time limit events is, is, is fine. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Zach moving on is the move. Mm-hmm. Zach Sabre Jr. G1 winner. Yeah. Zach Sabre Jr., Mr. New Japan Cup. Yeah. You know, Let's something. Go. Let's go. Something. Well, I mean, he's already won New Japan Cup a couple of times. So I would like to either see him win New Japan Cup again, like this is my tournament, go on and then win the title immediately because of that, or yeah. loses out and then wins G1. Like, I think either way would be a good way to go. I'd love to see him in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Him versus whoever's holding the belt at that time, I think would be really good. It would be good. It would be good. Um, now, as far as I know, Zach hasn't re-upped his contract yet. Uh, he's he's not going to go anywhere. Though. I I really so? I really don't see him going anywhere. I could be God, wrong, but but he lives in Japan. You know what I mean? Like and has like all the COVID and stuff happened. He stayed there. He he said it before in interviews and stuff. He's like, I'm not like all these other fucking cunts. Like he's like, I am a New Japan wrestler. And he's like, and I don't want to leave Japan. I don't want to fucking – he's turned down WWE contracts and shit. Like I, I don't see him going anyway. He's probably just holding so, out so, to fucking get that fucking money that Will has freed up. <laughs> Will, yeah, Will and uh, – And Okada. Suddenly that, that fucking bank balance is looking a little bit nicer. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fucking and, contract and team DK with, as well while you're there. Yeah, this is a sport with no, uh, n- no like pay ceiling. There's yeah, no yeah. There's no cap limit here. Yeah, yeah lock him down for the next few years absolutely um zach saber jr and tanahashi is always a fun time uh-huh. it's it's a match uh, i've seen live uh, a couple of times i know you've seen it live uh-huh. before right uh-huh. it's always a fun time they they never never fail to put on a good show uh-huh. so i was uh i was kind of i was fine with it i know that's the belt for the young kids and blah 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 but you know, Tanahashi versus uh, Yuya for that belt is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanahashi versus, you know, Kaito Kiyomiya for that belt is going to be fucking good. Yeah. Let's go. And those are the kind of challenges you'll probably see, I imagine. They will spotlight those young guys when they're fucking wrestling the fucking, you know, franchise player of New Japan. So that's good. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, exactly. After that was the 30-minute special singles match between Yoda Suji and... Yuya Uemura, uh, Yuya getting his first win over his nemesis, Suji. Yeah, his, his, not his first win ever, but. Uh, no, 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 his no. First yeah, yeah. His first big singles big win. win since returning, I should probably stipulate, yeah. This match was, it's fucking scary because now I know everything is, uh, everything is up for grabs, but 
you know, Tony Khan was live tweeting this match, talking about how much he liked it and stuff. And it's like, you fucking stay away. Yeah. Stop looking. You, you close your eyes. Keep your, yeah. Keep your dirty fucking billionaire money away from our boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I wish like Tony Khan's like mom was there to like put her hands over his eyes. Like uh, my yeah. mom used to do when there was boobs in a movie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, just be like, like no. you've got enough for now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, this, this was good. Like people were saying that they, you know, Oh, this needed to be more. It's like, bro, these guys just came back. Yeah. Just came back. Mm -hmm. They are getting established. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're 29, 30 years old, whatever. They're going to hit that stride. Yeah. It's also fourth match on the card. They're not supposed to be the fucking headliner. So like, they're going to hit that stride soon. There's so many people that like, you can tell that just, parachute in for wrestle kingdom because they're like oh it wasn't that that wasn't five star main event blah 30 fucking minute no it wasn't dude it's the fourth match on the card calm down <laughs> those are coming yes yuya and suji will have the you know wrestle kingdom main event 30 minute fucking masterpiece and it'll happen soon but not every match is a Wrestle Kingdom well, they, they need to like main event masterpiece. Plant these stories and make these guys walk before they can run, right? So exactly. in X amount of years when they're playing the fucking hype-up packages for these two guys for the title in the fucking Dome, they can be playing back their entire history of constantly drawing as fucking young lions against each other, then going off on their individual stories, then coming back. Like all the shit that it just they just did with that Sonata and Naito package, they – they have to build all that stuff. That actually has to really happen in real life in order for it to have weight when it happens in two, three, four years, whatever, you know, like so. Exactly. Yeah, you have got it. You have to do the things in order to call back to the things. So that's what they're doing. They're, be, they're making generational rivals like in those two guys. They'll be fighting forever. Like, exactly. You, you, you have to... Naito's big win is because Naito wasn't in the main event for so long. Mm-hmm. Naito's big moment at Wrestle Kingdom this year was 10 years mm-hmm. in the making it, or, or longer before that because he had challenged for the belt before that. Yeah. Well, I was, you know? I saw him lose in the dome. I saw him win in the dome and then have his moment ruined. And then, you know, it's, three years later or something like that, you know, three, four years later before he then eventually gets his moment, you know, like those kind of things, that time has to really happen for it to have the weight behind it. That's, that's exactly it. Like, I think the, one of my favorite matches of all time was the 40th anniversary show. Uh, the Stardust genius Naito mm-hmm. versus Okada in, uh, in Corican, mm-hmm. like, for the title. That was one of the the first like, oh my God, Okada's the fucking man. And also this Naito guy is going to go there for me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So like uh, that was 2012. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and it's now 2024. It's like 12 yeah, years. <laughs> bro. Like you gotta, you gotta let these boys grow. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta Absolutely. Let them grow. And it's uh, easy to, you know, have our knee jerk reactions and hot takes, but the, all the things that we claim to like New Japan for are, the, are those things, are those frustrating things in the moment that end up paying off in the end. But speaking of exactly. generational rivals that will f- be fighting forever, 
the next match was Shota Umino and Kaido Kiyomiya versus Evil and Ren Narita. Now, Shota and Ren are essentially set up to fight forever. You know what I mean? They're the generational rivals that will happen. Um, I mean, this tag was like seven minutes. It was kind of – it was just a bit of a piss break, really. It was like a just throw, throw them in there, let you see everybody, bit of cheats out the door. It definitely wasn't the blow-off to their feud. It was just kind of continuing it, you know, lay some yeah, seeds this- in and things like that. It, it was just to be on the card and make sure that everybody sees these guys. Yeah, and I think uh, gi- giving Kaito a little taste of what it's like to play yeah. with sold out. And also letting more people see how evil Ren is now. You know, establishing him as a, a cheating douchebag like, is important. Yeah, I think the uh, everybody came out of this match looking better. You know, you you didn't have anyone looking like an asshole because of House of Torture stuff. It was yeah. just, it was a good match. It was good. Oiwa got to walk down with him. Fucking people get to see him. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Amy likes Oiwa now. She was like, oh, Oiwa's who's already that fucking shot? big he one? Said, yeah. Oiwa's called a shot. He said, you know, fucking Okada's gone now. It's Oiwa time. Oh, really? He's saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He says, I'm coming back for that spot. He's like, soon. everybody knows that you fucking you need O's in New Japan. It's Ospreys, right. it's Omegas, it's Okadas, and it's Oiwas. There you go. That's right. <laughs> um, That's right. Believe it. Believe, believe it. it. It's I coming. can move that motion sensor near my door that turns on the lights and fucking just blinded myself. Okay, Google, turn lights to purple. Fucking blinding me, Jesus Christ. Um, next match, and you've got news for me as per things that have happened, was probably my biggest shocker of the night because I really wasn't expecting anything for it. I felt like it was ice cold. I felt like it was pointless. Tama Tonga versus Shingo Takagi. But, of course, don't know why I fucking doubted that Shingo would put on the fucking match of the night. These guys just started the match in the last third of the match, if that makes sense. You know, there was none of that traditional New Japan build-up. It was just fucking all go, no quit from, like, the first second, and it was really fucking good. Everybody that was watching it with me, my my wife, my friends and stuff, were like, whoa, this is crazy. Uh, and it really – we were all talking and we were drinking and we're sort of watching the matches and stuff like that. This was the first match where we all started watching Wrestle Kingdom, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, we started – actively watching it. And I thought it was really good. I thought it was Tama's best showing. Um, what did you think of the match? And then tell me what happened at New Beginning with him. Obviously, and after this, he announces his retirement as well. I mean, not retirement, but leaving New Japan. Yeah, so there's another there's another person on the way out that nobody's really nobody's really sad to see him go. Um, I'm, I mean, like, yeah, he's been there for – 14 15 years mm. he can he can go somewhere else and yeah it, it's not really that like i even don't like him or anything and i think the there's definitely like after this if he was to stay around i think you would see more from tamatonga and i was kind of like okay now he's finally got the title after being robbed a bunch of times i'm interesting to see where this timer run finally goes obviously he announces he's leaving the company and we're not going to get to see that and that's fine, but he's not one of my favorites. So, you know, I can, I'm not going to have the same heartbreak reaction as I am with like an Osprey or an Okada. You know, that, that's yeah. not going to happen. But, you know, I don't even think he's announced where he's going and I don't even know who's even looking at him or if they are. You know, you might just see him starting to pop up on the indies and stuff like that. But, if it, you know, he's talking family stuff and he just – can't go to Japan anymore. Then fair enough. I think I think he could definitely uh, make some noise in like a uh, rebranded TNA yeah. Would be a good place. Oh, you for can him. see him I as mean, like the fucking TNA champion. Easy. 
like oh yeah dude because like who they they just signed uh the former Dolph Ziggler Nick Nemeth yeah I could see Nick Nemeth versus Tomatonga yeah or like you know what I could even see him I don't I don't even know if they would do it but there's definitely worse people they could bring in you could bring a Tomatonga into fucking WWE and put him in that bloodline situation as like bringing in like another one of like he's a legit Roman Reigns' cousin I'm quite sure uh, and they've had back and forths on Twitter and things before. You could bring him in as like an enforcer or another person with that and nobody bat an eyelid. Looks great. He could wrestle that fucking WWE house style so fucking well. He can turn it up when he needs to. He could be a huge star in WWE if somebody wanted to push him, you know. He's fucking, you know, with his lineage, with his dad and stuff like that. He has all the fucking tools to succeed in that company. He just needs somebody to push him, you know. But he's older now. Feel free to. Feel free to take uh, Tongaloa with you. <laughs> Just go ahead. Let's go. Let's take him. Yeah, get him but yeah bring him in as a tactic. I mean, they've fucking got so many friends there. You know what I mean? He's arguably yeah. got closer friends in WWE even than he maybe does in AEW, you know, because he's obviously very good friends with Prince Devitt, you know. He has relatives in fucking Reigns and stuff like that, you know. Gallows and Anderson, like, you know, you could see him doing WWE. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, it was just, it was such a shock that like he gets the Shingo match. Mm-hmm. Shingo match, like people look forward to the Shingo match every absolutely. year. Absolutely, absolutely. And he gets it and then immediately, like, first off, why? You know? Oh, I feel, I feel like he announced, like had not told them before the show that he's going to be leaving. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there's it's, no there's no way like you that. get that win, you know? Like I think he said it spare of the moment and then that's why he then immediately dropped it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't well, a like, plan. Or he told him that day or something. And like, they're like, it, you know what? Wasn't... Let's see it through as a thank you for a thousand years of working here and then we'll we'll see it out the door on the thing. Whatever. Yeah, here's your here's your fourth V V zero fucking uh title rant. No, I'm sorry, three. Like, yeah, I corrected yeah. on that the other he's had He's had three V zero never title runs in the last two years, and one was a V one. Like, I'd be looking, I'd be frustrated looking for other fucking venues as well if they were like, have a never title. Joking, have a never title. Just kidding. Well, I mean, like- to, to be fair, I mean that that was his story though, because when he lost it without defending it or whatever, it was to his fucking best mate Carl Anderson and that whole story they wanted to tell. You know what I mean? He was absolutely a part of that whole thing and wanting it to happen because the idea was so the like second, his, his senpai so comes the back. Range and, yeah. should have been, so the second range should have been him actually going on a run with it. Well, yeah, yeah. I wins. mean, would absolutely agree with that. <laughs> but that was a V1 title reign. Yeah, that's true. And then he got it again. And what did they do? They, it was a did, they, did they drop it off him and give it to Shingo because they – no, no. Who took it off him? Who fucking cares? Who's taking it off him now? Uh, evil. Oh, okay. So evil's the never champ now. Evil is the never champ. I there thought for sure Sh- Shingo just takes it back. <laughs> evil and evil and Tamatanga had a singles match, which meant the House of Torture came down and caused all sorts of shit. But God also came down and things descended into chaos. It was madness. Mm. Ren Narita absolutely destroyed him with the push up bar. And uh, evil escapes with the never title. So he didn't. He closed. didn't even lose it clean. No. Oh, okay. And well, then, then Tama then, closed yeah. the show with a, uh, good, a thank you and goodbye. 
Yeah, okay. Oh well, they gave him a they give him a send off then, and they even they didn't even fucking really make him lose on the way out. So obviously they're in good terms with him. Yeah, because they didn't just I mean, squash him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's fucking worked there for a long time and put in a lot of fucking. You know, it's not easy doing what the Western wrestlers do, especially through all that COVID stuff. And that. so it's nice that they fucking nodded him. Maybe he did give them notice, and they were like, you know what, you can still take it. We'll fucking wrap this up. Who cares? It's never. But like, let's let's see you out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh well, um, I don't hate so, evil having it. That's fine. Whatever. Stay over there. That's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. It's all good. Next up, speaking no of God, was the uh, IWGP Tag Team and Strong Openweight Tag Team Championship match: Bishamon versus God, El Fantasma and Hikaleo. With uh, ELP and Hikaleo taking the win, um, fun little match. I preferred their last one better. I preferred their like tag final better, but I mean they only had like nine and a half minutes. So it was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought they might have a lot more time. Mm. I mean their last match went forty, so you could tell they kind of like blew a little bit of their their wad there mm-hmm. they kind of had to fill 40 entire minutes mm-hmm. um i would have liked to have seen maybe uh a little bit extra time i would have liked to have seen a heavyweight finisher from from elp he still doesn't have a heavyweight finisher i don't i don't love the hikalaya splash finisher just that was not good because he's not very good at it yet you know, and so, like, yeah. I understand it, big man coming off the top, very shocking, but unless you can really, like, nail it, then it kind of loses its vibe. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It just it just wasn't it wasn't great. I would have preferred to have seen a, a big heavyweight finisher, like I said, from ELP. He yeah. still doesn't have one of those. I guess, I guess I they're wonder, they're saving that for that when coming? he's doing when he's on his singles push, right? Like, do you really want to bring it out as the reason he's winning tag matches? Well, I mean, this is kind. Of, well, you know, you're right. Like, we don't really have a, a baby face, uh, you know, foreigner wrestler that they can be pushed to the moon right now. Maybe it is going to be. Uh, ELP. Yeah. He's connected as a huge baby face right now. Mm-hmm. He and he and Hikileo together are getting all the love in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're a big hit with the ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're a big hit with the fans. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe, maybe it'll be uh, uh, down the road, but I think like, why not strike while the iron's hot and really let these two mm-hmm. like go on a fucking tear. Yeah. It's not going to hurt anybody. So yeah, it's not going to hurt anybody. No, we will see see where that goes. Next up was the if huh? if ELP stays because if he from stays. what I understand, he he hasn't signed a, a mm. extension yet either. Well, a lot so. of these guys are apparently on you know the yen is down, and that means pay cuts for them. Essentially, you know they're not earning the same they have, and you know there's kind of whispers that that's not okay. So yeah, we'll see what actually kind of plays out there, and we know he has contacts elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, next up after that, IWGP junior heavyweight title match, Hiromu versus El Desperado. Now, this one started with a bit of a weird vibe for me with just like Despy coming out in a strong style shirt, a faction that essentially doesn't exist anymore, just like fucking super chill. And I was like, he doesn't give a fuck about this. But then that was actually the point <laughs> because the moment Hiromu fucking 
got in that ring, he just gets lit up essentially for fucking 14 minutes <laughs> and just be I wins. loved it. <laughs> I oh loved it too. God. I loved it. Yeah, we we had talked about this ahead of time. Like, did we really think that Despy winning would be the best thing to do? Because you did. You thought just put it on Despy, get it off of Hiromu. Yeah. And I wanted Hiromu to go on a roll and like drop it to someone like a Fujita or a Wado mm-hmm. and shine the belt up real nice for them. But um it just seemed like this was just another like another great match between them, don't get me wrong, but it was just another match between them it wasn't like the next evolution because like they're, it, they're going to be going different places it, it really felt like in the time that Hiromu had been on this run you know and we we know that champions you know defending a belt takes fucking years off your career you know what i mean he's he's doing all these big fights he's beating everybody he's wearing him down Desperado's been over here doing his own thing. He's hardly even been in New Japan. He's doing death matches and he's doing shit like that. And he was just a commentary and, and Hiromu just got a bit too big for himself and was like, I've beaten everybody. I want to verse my greatest rival again, Despy. And Despy's like, I'm sorry, what you say, motherfucker? And he's yeah. like, oh, I, I want you to essentially cut to the front of the line and come for me. And he's like, fine with me. And they just beat the living fuck out of him because he's beyond that now. It, like Despy feels like he's fucking borderline a heavyweight wrestler. You know, and it, it's ju- and it just showed that like Hiromu got to a certain point, and he just thought he had it all fucking figured out. Meanwhile, Despy's just been getting meaner. He's been getting stronger and meaner and fucking more battle hardened. And he's like, "Let's go!" And then he just beat the fuck out of him and just took it off him. And it's like, and that's reality. <laughs> like that's it. He's just he's bigger. He's stronger. He's fucking it. And if you're gonna like build a new division with like all these fucking new dudes and stuff, and you want to freshen it up. There's nothing wrong with like a fucking hardcore Despy standing at the top and all these young guys come for him and him just pushing them all back down the hill like over and over. Like I'm really into it now that he's fucking got it. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's really fair. I think I want Despy to jump up though. Me too. I, 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 to I would up. love that. But that would never happen with him losing then. I would almost like to see him jump up and just fucking relinquish the belt and go, I'm beyond it now. I've beaten all these fucking losers. I think we all know where I need to go. Have a tournament for this piece of shit. I'm going to heavyweight. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be actually really cool. I, I don't know if that's how they're going to do no, it. No, no, because like that's disrespecting right. the belt and shit. It's not really the way New Japan do it. Yeah. They like <laughs> for this piece right. of shit, he just throws it. Make, make BOSJ the tournament. Like whoever wins BOSJ becomes the, the champion yeah, yeah. this year or something like that. That'd yeah. be fucking sweet. Have the company strip him of it because he's too fucking powerful. They're like, look, nobody's ever going to beat you, man. You're too brutal. we got to move you on. <laughs> You're going to go on fucking yeah. V67. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All-time title run. It's fucking 2029. Yeah, exactly. But as you said, they've had more <laughs> classic ones and stuff, but it was a bit of fun. Uh, and and it, it was a, a good time. After that was the uh, Global Heavyweight Championship, inaugural championship three-way between Osprey, Moxley, and Finlay with Finlay. Dog for real. Yeah, exactly. Dog for real. Debuting a new finisher and becoming the fucking new champion. How did you feel about this match? I had a ton of fun with this match. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was the right result. I thought everyone in the match was was locked in. Mm-hmm. Fucking Will Osprey does not let people look bad in matches. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mox 
always out there. When when shit gets gets real, mm-hmm. Mox gets real, and I fucking love it. He's great. And David man. Finley kept up. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Oh, David Finley can't." Run. Dude, David Finley hung every second with two of the best in the world, and right he was now. working hard too. He was really fucking taking he a lot really of it. Really, like, yeah, yeah. Talk your shit about David Finley being a little bit out of shape. Talk your shit about him being a little bit of a dork. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that match. Mm-hmm. He was in there. Mm-hmm. David Finley was he was holding that fucking flag with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was the right fucking moment mm-hmm. for David Finley. I thought it was the right fucking result for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And um, we got a great Carl and or not Carl Anderson, a great uh, Alex Coglin meme out of it. Yeah, him through so. the table was great. I love that the War Dogs got involved. That was really cool. Um, Tons of fun. And I think it's like a real nice signature win for him to hang his hat on. The first champion of this beating these guys, you know, it's like the fucking Jericho beat Stone Cold and The Rock on the same night. He can be like, yep. I beat Osprey and Moxley on the same night. Who, who those get those champions over at AEW? I already beat those guys. This is the fucking number yep. one belt. He can talk all that shit. It just gives him so much stuff to work with. Um, and Calling yeah. himself the real world's champ. That's fucking sweet. Is that what he's that. been saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's really great. But, yeah, it, it was super fun, and I'm really looking forward to to what they do with Finley this year. I really hope – you know what? I hope they end up doing more with him than they did with Jay White. Jay White ended up sort of just treading water and not really moving forward, but already in Finlay's short reign in Bullet Club. That was pandemic. They, they Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, that, that can't be helped. You know, that's just what it is, but it is actually the history of Jay in New Japan. You know what I mean? Yes. And even with the pandemic, he still fucking had an amazing Wrestle Kingdom main event, cut the fucking hottest promo in the world, and they still did nothing with it. There's things you can do, there's promos you can cut, there's stuff you can do. on. They just did nothing. You know what I mean? And whether that's him or them or whatever, the, there was no capitalization there. And I feel like in Finley short reign, they've already done way more. They've like established, you know, new soldiers for him. He's, you know, he's developing his own identity that, and all that kind of stuff. Now he's got this signature win. I, I think they can do some really cool stuff with him. So I, mean, I feel pretty positive about that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Then was a special singles match, Okada versus Danielson with Okada winning with the fucking Rainmaker. I love that when you get a Rainmaker, you lay the fuck down, <laughs> even if he has a broken arm or whatever was going on in the match. How did you feel about this? I felt really good about it until a couple of days ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, you know they're in holds and fucking Danielson's like, won't be long now until you can be in AEW with me forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Blackpool Combat Club. It's okay. You can come join. Oh, oh if Okada debuted as part of the Blackpool Combat Club, I would probably fucking lose it. That would be the dumbest well, shit. Well, that's that would be very dumb. But you know, like that's the thing. When they when when they beat each other up and they shed blood together, then then they join the Blackpool Combat Club. Um yeah. Yeah, fuck. Beef on that. Um yeah. <laughs> He's like, come on down. Tony's going to give you all the money. It's great. Yeah, yeah. The yen is down, bro. The yen is down. Come to my house. I'll make you a salad. (laughs) I'll show you how to bulk up on nothing but cucumbers. (laughs) It's fucking sweet. (laughs) Can't teach you about anything about tanning, though. I don't know. (laughs) 
you can teach me that cool ma- uh, magic trick, you know, where it rains money from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be real helpful. I won't need to work anymore. Um, I've been I've been just calling Tony every time I need that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it was fine. It was it, like I I do think it was a really good match. It was my favorite of their matches so far. Um, it's not. I don't know. Like it's there's other combinations with Okada I would prefer though. You know what I mean? But I yes. do I do think it's good. And I, I I admit maybe I'm a little bit sort of like offered a bit now just because of like the Okada news and stuff like that. But I, I remember at the time being happy with it. Uh, it was a fine match. It was really good. I it was a fine liked match. it. It's, you know, five-star <laughs> match, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter because neither of those guys are fucking New Japan contracted wrestlers, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Moving on. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Sonata versus Naito. Now, we have had lots and lots of conversations about fucking Sonata and Naito and shit like that on this podcast. Uh, I've had lots to say about Sonata. Do I think that this match was Wrestle Kingdom main event classic quality? No. Yes. Oh, shit. I do not. <laughs> we did not agree there. No. There I was, thought it was a great match. There was, it was a bit botchy, man. Like it was Sonata still not there. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. I do it think the story fine. and stuff worked out at the end and, like, you know, when fucking evil comes in, I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers are taking this away from him again. I love it. And then fucking Sonata takes him out with the Shining Wizard. I loved it. And I, I thought it was a real feel-good ending. And then you see the emotion from Sonata, like, crying. as you're like, Perfect. That's all great stuff. And it, it clearly shows that they're not done with Sonata in the main event picture. You know what I mean? Not Especially on- now. Yeah. Not only the, you know, oh, I want another match with Naito, which terrifies me that he might just win it straight back. But but the whole, like, they're, they're like, now to start to develop him as a character and show, you know, stuff like that. Like, the, the video package that they did with him and Naito before this match and then that save and then the tears after the thing is the most storytelling they've ever fucking done with Sonata in like a short amount of time, like personality-wise and character-wise. And so I'm happy to see it play out. You know I mean? Do I want him in my main events all the time? No, because I don't really like his, you know, his fucking wrestling. But, uh, you know, there's something to be said about New Japan, how they just back in their story. You know, they don't just go, oh, you know what, actually fucking Sonata's not going to quite be there. Let's make this semi-main and we'll have fucking Okada and Danielson do it or it'll be the thriller. It's like, no, the world title fucking headlines. And so I do think it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Are uh, either of uh, uh, Naito and fucking Sonata Okada? No. You know, and that's it. No. We, we, no, we, we not, have been. Tanahashi, but yeah, we have been treated to such Naito. fucking. Yeah, exactly. We've just been treated to such like fucking creme de la creme best matches of all time that it's hard. And Naito is one of those best wrestlers of all time, but he is physically breaking down and that, you know, starts to show. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that he's got the the length. I know that the, they said that like Naito wants a long run with the title so he can make the talons and he can do his roll call over and over again. And I, I get that, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, do, I don't think so. No, there's no way. No. I I, I hope he gets Especially it a couple of times. Now. I hope he... I hope he gets, you know, to 
he's closed the he's closed Wrestle Kingdom with the with the callouts. Yeah, he can make a couple of different towns with the callouts with the with the title and things like that. But man, whew, it's gonna be soon. It's gotta be soon. Yeah, and I do, I I really would be disappointed if they just flipped it straight back to Sonata. I would like to see them mix it up, especially now with the talent leaving and doing exciting things. I would love to see it flip in some exciting way to somebody different and unexpected. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they're definitely not finished with Sonata as a main event no, player. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. They're really not, and there's every chance in the world he's just going to win it straight fucking back. Okada and Tanahashi downcycling, Okada leaving, Osprey leaving, so many. So many spots opened in the how does your lights keep turning? I keep on and off? I fucking tell you. So my wife installed this like sensor down here because the lights in this are smart lights, right? We don't use the switch. You just tell Google to fucking turn on the lights, right? When I come through that door, there is a little sensor here that when I open the door, it automatically turns on the lights. Absolutely great. And then after 10 minutes, it like powers off in case you leave it there, right? Two problems with that. First, Amy immediately broke her phone and has not logged into the app to set it up properly. So it now immediately fucking turns off every time. Like she broke it like that night, right? And I don't have like the login and stuff for it. So we've just got to wait till she buys her new phone in two weeks because she wants a certain one. So that's annoying. But the where I keep fucking up everybody and nobody cares because I don't see video is I sit at this desk. My desk is in this cupboard, right? This big wardrobe. And I sit in front of it. I don't have heaps of leg room under it. So I often will stretch out this right leg, cramping up, out to my right. But then my foot goes in front of the sensor and then it goes to fucking spotlight mode (laughs) instead of like purple light, nice ambient mode. So one moment. Okay, Google, turn lights to purple. Out of nowhere, fucking Rafe just turns into an angel. Yeah. It's amazing. With the light right over here. So anyway, nobody cares about this, but yeah. we're not editing it out. Um, Osprey yeah. leaving Okada, mm-hmm. leaving Tanahashi, downcycling. You've got, and this this could be the part where we start getting towards the, you know, what are we going to see in the future? What do we love? Like, there are spots. Yeah. There, there are more spots now than there ever have been. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you could absolutely see them going, well, tonight I had it for a year. Wasn't the fucking worst shit in the world. We're telling stories with him. He can physically handle making all the towns and doing all the stuff. He's in great shape. You know what I mean? He's a young guy. Plus, I feel like his personality is the kind of guy that sort of works well as like a soft-spoken defending champion than like a fiery like challenger. So you can kind of just put it on him and sort of leave it you know what I mean? And the guys are with him and it, it'll work. So I think we're probably fucking settling in for like another year of Sonata probably. I'm supposed to be thinking about my positive things for the year. Um, but, yeah, I think that's probably likely. So anyway, but before, yep. before we just run off what predictions that we would like to see and stuff like that, let's not get completely grand down about it, but how did you feel about New Year's Dash? Afterwards, you have fun with that event? That was like a, a little fun. I loved it. Yeah. I love New Year's Dash, dude. I I was so amped after it. Like I know you uh, you had to watch it on delay. I had I to watch it on delay, message. and I also had to deal with like you dudes in the chat being like, "That was the fucking best dash." So then I'm like, "What's gonna happen?" And then it gets the main event, and I'm like, "Okay, that's cool. Can't wait for the super great thing that's gonna happen to happen." And then that was it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I don't care about that." So. <laughs> 
you you don't care about Fujita versus Okada? Well, like at the time, I thought Okada was. Oh thin. no, I did. I did scary. care about that, and I did enjoy that TMDK won. But like you know, the internet's like it's a dream team of fucking Blackpool Combat Club Okada and Ishii. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. So you you didn't care about the like AEW and New Japan assembling the fucking Avengers. No. That was so fucking good, man. Was it? <laughs> it was so much fun. Well, when I thought that fucking Okada was staying, mm. uh, Okada, Ishii, and and the Blackpool Combat Club, I thought the the, the, the Blackpool Chaos Club, mm. I thought that was cool as fuck. I mean, it is cool. Uh, versus kind of versus TMDK, or... my favorite faction. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking. I mean, great. that is cool. But I, as I say, this is why I don't engage in social media. But when people you know are like, "This was so fucking sick," you're thinking somebody debuts a fucking amazing title challenge happens, not just like a fun tag, you know, is where my head was at as I was watching it. And this is why I like to watch wrestling live because then you don't have preconceptions yeah. going into it, you know. But that's totally my own issue, not that it was a badly booked show or that wasn't a fun thing to do. Can we also talk about how Yuto Nakashima and Oscar Loiba are big boys now going yeah. off I love into that for the them. world? Love that for them. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, 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 I love like that. I like the fun match between Tanahashi and Taguchi. We got to see the president's rump. That was uh that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I I was like, uh oh, Rafe's excited somewhere. Yeah. Rafe, absolutely. Rafe's just sniffing the air like ears up like a dog. Like, yeah, huh? yeah. I'm like, what huh? the fuck's happening? Um Bishamon uh beating Oiwa and Kiyomiya, take it or leave it. But obviously they were kind of signaling that Bishamon aren't done being a a tag team in New Japan. Um, yeah, the El Fantasma on that, doing the match with Oscar and thing. Then we had that big super tag kind of vibe of like evil versus, you know, Wato and Despay and Makabe and Umino and Tonga and stuff like that. Uh, but Shota got the win, so that's the point. Um, then it was all the Bullet Club together, which is cool, versus United Empire, which is cool. Would have been cooler if the fucking young war dogs still had their titles, though, and it was like all white belts. I think that would have been a little that bit hotter. Fucking sweet. But that leads us to the yes, uh, the cage match that's coming, which is still coming. When, when's that? Dog. That's soon, right? Uh, it's the twenty third, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you, oh, we'll we'll find that out in a minute. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we get all five members of the the uh, war dogs mm-hmm. versus. Jeff Cobb, TJP, Osprey, Akira, and um, Hanare. Hanare. Mm-hmm. That is going to be fucking sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm for really that. into it because I never do stuff like that, which is cool. Um, then it was like LIJ versus just five guys. And then also like uh, Sonata challenging Naito again. And he's about it. Um, we already talked about it. Then the KOPW stuff, we already talked about that. And then obviously the Blackpool Chaos Club situation. So, yeah, a fun little show Here's, for after I found I found the list. Mm-hmm. While we were freaking out in the, in, the ta- uh, in the group chat, you sent me this. You said, time for wild predictions. Do not confirm what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Suji takes over LIJ. ZSJ wins the title. War Dogs versus Blackpool Combat Club. Okada, Okada and Naito versus Mox and Danielson. Shingo versus Danielson. That would be great. Despian Suzuki versus Bullet Club, or uh, sorry, BCC. 
Uh, Hanare beats Tama for the never. War Dogs win the junior title straight back. G.O.D. merge the belts, no more strong belts. Taichi wears white on white and beats Naito for the title. Knock <laughs> um, and Oscar, Knock uh, and Oscar uh, debut as a real tag team. Okan is KOPW champ. Yes. Yeah, and the uh, Oscar thing is kind of correct. Like I said, they debut as a real tag team, but in reality, they have to go on excursion first. So, kind of half yeah. marks on that. Okan and uh, Okan's KOPW champion Takeda debuts. Jun Kasai debuts. <laughs> I started Mal getting debuts. crazy. Like, <laughs> I love a debut, especially when half our debut. fucking talent at AEW now. Oh God! Don't remind me. Okay, so yes. I fucking love New Year's Dash. I thought it was yeah. a great show. It had me really amped for everything. And then, you know, we're we're getting everything ready to, we're going to talk about it. And then we decided that we had to talk about Battle in the Valley. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's wait for Battle in the Valley. Battle in the Valley, this great fucking show. Mm. And we get this, you know, oh, five-star fucking amazing match between Shingo and Mox. I fucking love yeah, that Yeah, that shit. was sick. That was sick. Um, I, liked, I had old school ECW vibes yeah. off of that. Yeah, let's for, let's for zip through it real quick. I'm not even going to waste any time on any of the stuff that doesn't really worth mentioning. Um, I'm just zip, 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 zip. Uh, didn't really even care about that. Um, don't really care about that. Wow, you're not even mentioning what nah, they're uh, Definitely don't care about him and his mate. Um Oh, yeah, okay. So Shingo and Mox was fucking awesome. Also, Kingston and Gabe Kidd was oh, great. Great. Great times. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly then, what it needed to be. And then Okada and Osprey were good. I don't, I don't think that was their best match either, but that was still a good time. So it was three. Emotional uh, send-off, Okada yeah. saying goodbye to Osprey. Before putting in his own Okada notice. Saying, <laughs> See you in three weeks to Osprey. God damn it, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, and I wasn't even going to talk about it, but I don't care about Cobb and Riddle reforming and I'm not interested nope. in Riddle being a part of New Japan. Um, I'm not interested in, in Riddle being part of New Japan. I don't want Riddle to be part of the United Empire. I really don't want TJP and, and Matt Riddle on the same fucking faction because that would just, the internet would explode. Yeah. I re- I just don't want it. I don't want Riddle in my New Japan. No, no thank you. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, fuck, imagine him. There's a time when I would have begged. I would have begged to have Matt Riddle in my fucking New Japan. I would have loved that. But no. no. Not now. <laughs> is, Not now. A, that we can't name our podcast after a specific wrestler just in case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck, imagine if like Riddle took over United Empire. I would just like cancel New Japan. <laughs> 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 it would be so fun. So, Saki, yeah. what are you fucking doing? Yeah. Get him out of here. Exactly. So anyway, I mean, that was fine. It was probably like one of the better, you know, strong tile style pay-per-views, I would say. I would say the quality was better than we've seen from them, like not only in um, like match quality, but also in actual technical quality, like it working and running yeah, and stuff I, like that. You could watch all the matches. And, the, and the fact that we could watch it with – Japanese commentary on New Japan World and not have to fucking fork out yet more money into fight. I really enjoyed thank that. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for that. You. That was awesome. I mean, I love Charlton and Walker and all the guys, but I I can't buy more wrestling pay-per-views. I just cannot. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah. 
especially because you just you just raised my fucking monthly subscription fee Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. i really can't be forking out any money more yeah. money for that aew no. just fucking did as well because i've got them on fight i've got the thing they it, fight got bought by Triller or something and they're just like oh announcement just letting you know your subscription is now an extra four dollars a month just because it's Triller now just because fuck you yeah just because fuck you basically i was very unimpressed oh, god yeah exactly yeah, if and I then New Japan's I, like, we're gonna we're gonna up your subscription fee for this like service that's not as good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dog act, dog act. So let's um, they have dogged the boys. Yeah, they have always. Let's uh, talk about some positives. Let's wrap this fucker up real quick. Twenty twenty four. Let's make some wild predictions uh, and talk about if they're good or not. So uh, at the end of Battle in the Valley. Moxley has essentially challenged Naito and it's announced that they're going to have a match. Wild prediction, Moxley wins the title. <sighs> Boom. Oh. <laughs> oh. My heart can't take it, bro. My heart can't take it. I don't want that. I don't want our world title to disappear for another fucking six months. Mm. God damn it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I kind of want it. I don't want it. Mm. I will if say Mox could, if Mox could if it was anyone from the other side of the fence to to come in and have to wear it for a time, I would prefer it be Moxley. Just because I feel like he does New Japan right and always has. You Mox know. in New Japan is a different animal. Yeah, yeah. It's true. And it's my preferred animal. I prefer him in New Japan. So like Absolutely. If he was like, you know what, I'm done with fucking AEW and I'm just gonna be a full time New Japan guy, I'd be into it. Like that would be fine. The problem is you're not going to see Mox making the towns. Nah, you know, no, absolutely. Mox isn't going to be on the bus with the rest of they've the boys. Got a, they've got a hundred belts. That's fine. Like you just need him to be at the pay per views. Is the thing, and I mean he's had a title before and it's proved that that can't always happen. So yeah, I would. I w- it wouldn't be my personal choice, but let's play devil's advocate. Fucking, you've lost your biggest star, two of your biggest stars. Who else can fill that void? You know, let's another person's other big star. Yeah, exactly. We we want to fucking stir it up or whatever. You could absolutely see an argument in that booking room where they say, "Let's do it." You absolutely could see it, and I don't think that going into that match, you could write off the possibility that Moxley could could win that title. No. And that's why people are going to go to this show. And that's why people are going to purchase the, the pay-per-view. Absolutely. I'll be there. I'll be, or not there, but I'll be watching it. Oh, but absolutely. And I think, um, and I think it was a great choice to book that match, like regardless. And I, I, I think it'll be really good. And I think uh, Moxley will bring out something different in Nido that we haven't seen as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really into it, yeah. but I just wanted to stir that up because I had posed that to you. Uh, in text message and you had lost your shit. And so <laughs> I wanted to bring it all back up for you. Do not want. Do not want. Mm. So what do Moving you want on. for 2024? If you had let's do let's do this. Let's do three wishes each of what we want to see from New Japan in 2024. Off the top of your dome. I would wish for New Japan to elevate young talent that's easy 
off the, you know, everyone's always saying elevate the new guys, elevate the new guys. And they have been doing it, but you know, they elevated Sonata when Sonata's not a young guy anymore. Mm-hmm. So, okay. They are elevating new new talent. And that's the mandate. Make these boys look great. They don't have to give everyone a world title shot right away. They don't nothing. You can just don't Ocon them. Yeah. Don't turn them, them into what yeah. Yeah. Don't turn them into what Great Ocon's been for the last, you know, two years. Mm-hmm. Um second wish. Make Ocon an actual fucking player. Like, I don't know if you want to give him the the lead of United Empire, mm-hmm. but make him fucking serious. This, make this him whole, feel like, like somebody. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Make even if even if he doesn't win a title or whatever, make him feel like a threat. Yeah, don't make you know? this. And they'll be tempted. Don't make this KOPW run a joke. Don't make it like the yeah. comedy thing because he can do that. Like, don't not everything's He's great a fucking, at comedy wrestling. Yeah, not everything's a fucking calisthenics match and shit like that. Like, make him a player. But he he can do great. He can do great comedy. He's very funny. He's got great timing. But he can also do violence. Yeah, yeah. He was the final boss in in fucking Rev Pro for a while there. Yeah, yeah. And it was awesome. And that match with Moxley as well did that really, yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah. He could be a fucking monster, mm-hmm. and and the monster doesn't have to have the belt. You know, like mm-hmm. Kane wasn't a world champion all the fucking time, but mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he was he was a monster. He felt like a threat every time. Mm-hmm. Okay, all I want you to do is make make Great Ocon feel like a threat. He doesn't have to be serious. Mm-hmm. He just has to be a badass, mm-hmm. and you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, third wish. Third wish. I can't think of a third one. Can you think of a third uh, of an of of a couple of wishes while I think of a third one real fast? Yeah, I can. I can do them. I haven't given them any thought. It's not like I was prepared. I thought of this on the fly. This idea, but um, my first one would be batten down the hatches and keep it in house. Yes, and so and by that I don't mean no crossovers with other the companies and things like that, all people are sharing, but I want the majority of what you're doing to be focused on developing New Japan talent. That's when they do it yes. absolutely the best. Let's lock it down. Let's focus on making all our guys stars. Let's fucking lock it down. And that means locking no people into contracts. fucking G1s. None of that. Cream of the crop. Cream fucking of the crop. <laughs> 20. Lean, mean, fucking, fucking, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Lean, mean roster, focusing on the best things for all the guys that are on your fucking payroll that live with you that are going to do their best. That Let's go. That's what I want to say. 20-man G1, no fucking, no pimp, no Kenta, no fucking, no Goto and Yoshihashi. Yeah. I don't want to see want Will Ospreay killers. back for it. Like, I don't don't want any of that. I just want New Japan fucking dudes. That's what I want. Killers. I want killers. Killers. I don't want anyone who's mm-hmm. a guaranteed fucking loss for nine of their uh, eight of their nine matches. Yeah. I want I want fucking people who are going to go at it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, someone someone's going to be there to take the losses. Mm-hmm. No, they fucking don't. Yeah. No, they fucking don't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So 
and yeah, and with that, that includes you know contracts. That includes backing in the people that you're gonna keep in your roster. That don't be distracted by shiny toys. Band down the hatches. Keep it lean. Keep it mean. Keep it right. Keep it tight. That's what. That's, that's right. what. That's what I'd love to see. So that's wish one. Have you thought of your third wish yet? Uh, I think I think I was just going off on my third wish. There is I want a smaller field for their tournaments. Okay. I want I want their tournaments to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I want a twenty person BOSJ. Mm-hmm. I want a twenty person fucking G one. I want a like a twelve no sorry sixteen person uh, New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. I don't want a fucking forty eight man New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't want that shit anymore. Yeah. I'm tired of that. Absolutely. Let's. Every single team, mm-hmm. every single individual, mm-hmm. every si- like fucking let's take a, a smaller tournaments and make them more meaningful. Yeah. That way, like, oh, the first round of the New Japan Cup, there's always one fucking one big surprise. And then the rest of it's like, OK, uh, this person beat Hanma, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Like. Why is Hanma even in this fucking New Japan Cup? Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to be disrespectful of Hanma, mm-hmm. but like, but of course they're going to be in the New Japan yeah, Cup. Absolutely, keep it to people no. who can be contenders where they feel like a threat. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, and that way, you you get banger matches from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the first imagine first round of the New Japan Cup, it's like Naito versus Zack. Yeah, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. or or like uh, we get we get some of the young dudes facing off in the beginning. So we get like Shooter versus um, Suji first round of the New Japan Cup, and you're like, oh shit, one of these guys is out right away. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a storyline. Absolutely. Uh, World World Tag League, you know, let's just get fucking eight teams, mm-hmm. you know, top top two advance to the finals. That's it. That's, That's all it. we need. That's all it is. We don't need. We don't need all. We don't need fucking, uh, you know, Yuji Nagata and Suzuki. I love Yuji Nagata and Suzuki, but we do not need them in the fucking world tag. No, no. Exactly. I want smaller, meaner divisions for each and every one of our tournaments. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to bring in, if you want to bring in a fucking AEW tag team, mm-hmm. it better not be fucking Gates of Agony. You know. <laughs> You want to bring in an AEW? <laughs> you bring in an AEW tag team. You bring in fucking uh, someone who's held their fucking ch- uh, championship belts before. Yeah, yeah. You want to you want to bring in somebody for the G one? Mm-hmm. Okay, it better be someone who's held a fucking belt. Someone who means something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like no more, no more fucking yeah, make a wish tours or anything like that. So, um, which kind of leads into my first point. Um, my second wish would be faction shake-up. And by that, I mean yes. specifically cleaning up the messes. So chaos no longer exists. They're fucking- Put le- that dog down. The chaos leader is, is gone. Done. The leader's fucking gone. What is it now? It's Yano, Goto, Yoshihashi, and Ishii. Like, that's yo. it, right? Yo, fucking yo. Jesus Christ. Fuck, I get pissed off thinking about it. So five guys, like just five guys, they need that needs to be shaken up. Strong style doesn't exist. Like it's not a faction. Fucking Suzuki's barely even working there and fucking Ren left him. Despy needs to be set free from that and and moved into rotation elsewhere. 
then you've got all the, like the loose Hontai people and stuff like that. There's no G-O-D reason. And then also, G-O-D, why does G-O-D fucking even exist now if Timer leaves? You know what I mean? They'll probably continue it because they've put that work into it now. But but that's the thing. Like, tighten them up, make them more focused, make them mean something, make the merch cool, do all that kind of stuff. It, New Japan is about, always based around factions. So it's important. How do you feel about uh, a G-O-D faction with, like, El Desperado and, you know, Hikileo and, and El Fantasmo? I don't hate it. I don't, I'm not all the way certain how Despy would fit with those guys because they're all like cuddly, lovey love hearts and shit like that. And Despy's becoming a stone cold psychopath. Okay. But yeah, I do, I do, true. I just like all those wrestlers though. So there is that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where does Desperado fit in? Hey. Where does Desperado fit in? It's a very good question. He's got he he's he's not a team player for like war dogs. He's not going to bow down to Finley. Mm-hmm. He's he's not good for House of Torture because he's not that he's not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not all like boba tea and and fucking let's be super cool like United Empire. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where Despy fits in right now. He's got too much personality for Hanai. He's he's the kind of character that sort of works as a bit of a lone wolf, really, doesn't he? Like, yeah, just sort of on his own. But it's not the way the mechanics of New Japan work, you know. Yeah. When I think of people that could potentially stand with him and sort of make sense, I would say like Ishii would make sense as a potential mentor, and I feel like they would sort of look good together. Um, I think of Goto, but not Yoshihashi. Like when I think of like just fucking harder men, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Maybe Goto and Yoshihashi are just Hantai. Let, let's just Hantai them. How far off is Oiwa? Like Oiwa, Kiyomiya, El Desperado. Back soon. Yeah. Like maybe the like I could see like an Oiwa and an El Desperado sort of forming something o- up. Oiwa, El Desperado, Ishii. I think we're building a good faction here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good wish list. Yeah, maybe maybe at the start a newly signed Kiyomiya, but then obviously he breaks away to become a colourful ace again, but you'd have him in like fucking bit darker colours sort of chilling with him as like the sort of bad boy neutral faction. Hmm. Hmm. I dig it. I dig it. We'll we'll work on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who's who? what other teams need? I think we need to separate House of Torture and Bullet Club entirely they oh they yeah 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 let's and especially as big as house of torture is now it it's like fucking got more members than bullet club like so it yeah. doesn't it almost doesn't make sense like i think it just needs to be completely what it is um so house of torture being what they are bullet club being what they are um make it clear who is in which you know what i mean like who yeah. is a war dog and who is a house of torture and who just doesn't even belong in the faction anymore um get that all sorted out just five guys are doing well um still united empire is going to have some sort of shake up yeah united empire shake up lij keep doing what it do who do you want to see as the leader of united empires Mm. real uh, quick could you roll an l desperado into an lij 
Ooh, um, I don't think so. Because imagine because him and Honma like fucking burying their fucking differences and teaming together. They're like, we fought each Hiromu, other to death. Yeah, sorry. Who did I say? Honma. Yeah. Yeah, that's me writing that faction from last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um I I don't know, man. Like I don't I don't care for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think, you know, that. he's got that Mexican influence. But anyway, moving on. Um yeah, El uh United Empire, I think would need a shake up. Whether it just stays stagnant because Will's the leader in AEW, I don't know. But I would I like to see O'Connor as a, a leader. Would be good. I think they're building towards TJP taking over as the head of United Empire, and I don't like that idea. No, also he's a junior. Like that doesn't work at all. Prince Devitt. Ugh. Yeah, but Prince Devitt isn't TJP. <laughs> They're very different people. They are very fucking yeah. different people. Very, very different people. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah don't I, like I don't that. like that. I, don't I like think that. United yeah. Empire is on the downswing without Osprey, and with with them writing uh, Ocon to be. Like with him being less than like he's been for the last what year, mm-hmm. it fucking sucks, man. Yeah, and it's so, Ocon. That's it. It needs to be Ocon, yeah. especially especially if Jeff Cobb is yeah le- leaving. Ocon with like Hanare as his main enforcer is the look, and then fucking gear it towards that initial Ocon fucking you know suit like assassin fucking Yakuza looking suit. Hanare in the fucking white suit with the fucking hat and the the face covering and shit like that. That fucking anime there, anime final there boss I could vibe. See fucking, yeah, yeah. That's, I could see El Desperado why. fitting there. Yeah, actually, I'd, I would fucking love that. Let's fucking dump a couple of fucking losers. Uh, if if Cobb was out, fucking drop catch two two, move Despy in and put those three together. That'd be fucking sick. Actually, I'd take. I'd still take Akira. I think Akira could could be a lot of fun uh, as like the junior ace. Yeah, for that's fair enough. I could I could keep catch too, so it's fine. Um, I think TJP does offer something. I just don't think he should be the leader of the thing. Um, Definitely. And then I guess I got to think of my third wish, right? Um, yeah. I think just a fucking magnificent reign for my girlfriend, the president of New Japan. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr.? No. Uh, oh, actually, <laughs> the elevation of Zack would be a big one. Um, actually, yeah, let's... I mean, do, that's coming. Yeah. That's coming. That's coming anyway. Resign do I want to use a witch on fucking money. I feel like I've got to use a wish on it just to wish it into existence. So the elevation of Zack Sabre Jr. into main event talent at New Japan. There you go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, that's it. The last episode of Okada Show. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. I maybe mean, when this when probably. this podcast come back, it's probably won't be called Okada Shorts anymore. Yeah, maybe we've got That's new weird. exciting things for you. Might not be straight away. We're going to workshop this and do it properly. So we, you know, we might take a couple of weeks or whatever, figure it out. We were saying maybe next recording session, we just won't actually record and we'll just use it as a meeting to kind of workshop stuff and kind of think things through. So give us a little bit of time, but we're not going anywhere. We've got uh, we've got some plans and some fun ideas and things like that. So thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody that shared anything, Okada Shorts. Thanks to all the podcasts that like have said, you know, nice things about us and shared things and featured us. Um, had us on. Yeah, had us on. Huge shout out to the Canon Network for believing in us, for Super Jcast for even introducing us, for the we to the WeWork Stiff Lads for being our um, biggest cheerleaders um thanks to the 
you know, the people who have come on and done interviews and things with us and who even want to still do stuff like that with us. Um, thanks to everybody. We've really enjoyed it. We've enjoyed being Okada Shorts and we're sad that we can't continue, that we well, don't feel like we can continue to be that. Um, but it's, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to change it up and we're going to evolve and, yeah, we're going to do what we want from New Japan. Lena and Mina, hey, Curtis. That's right. That's right. Exactly, man. We're going to, we're going to lead by example. Absolutely. So I think one last time you should intro the show since we didn't fucking do it. <laughs> We've left it to one hour and 35 minutes. You can tell the intro, oh. I'll do the outro, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, of course, my name is your good friend, Curtis Spears. That over there, that's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. What up? And here we are, the king of shorts, the kings of pod style, the international wrestling grand pricks, the Okada Shorts podcast. What up, Rafe? That is it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Rate and subscribe. Listen or die. Keep it right. Keep it tight. And most importantly, keep it what, Curtis? Short. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Every year, the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame receives a new crop of potential inductees. And on our new Count Out Patreon series titled The Ballot, it's our job to discuss whether or not these newbies should become Hall of Fame wrestlers. Hello, my name is Ryan19. Every month, a guest and I will analyze the regional careers of newly balloted wrestlers for the Observer Hall of Fame. Are they day one votes? Do they belong at all? Find out on the ballot every month on patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Again, check out the ballot on patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. We hope to see you there.